Oh, what is up, everybody? Made it by the skin of my teeth. Welcome to another edition of the Hard Rock Lunchbox and the Top 20 and whatever else you feel like calling it. I have had such a busy day today. Um, as I've mentioned before, I work in uh, I work in software. Uh, I have I have one. I have one and a half clients that I handle all their IT for, and I'm not really qualified to do IT. I, I literally, the IT I know is roughly about the same amount of plumbing that I know, uh, masonry, masonry work, uh, drywall, that kind of stuff. Like I just, I know enough because I've seen enough that I can, you know, get by. Um, I remember, <laughs> I remember one time. I, and I still don't remember what it's called. There's there's this stuff. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, there's this stuff that you use like in uh, plumbing a lot. I can't remember what it's called. It's it's a it's like a sheet, like a roll, like a strip of metal with like holes in it, and they use it in plumbing to like hang things a lot. And uh, I had a huge roll of that from my early 20s or whatever. And, you know, I use it on everything from, like, holding up my pipes <laughs> to, like, uh, I think I, I've used it to, like, reattach some parts uh, on my Ford and stuff like that. But I remember I kind of, like, came to the end of it, and I had to ask Mikey, because Mikey's, like, in building supplies, and so he knows all that stuff. Like, Mike, Mike, Mike builds things. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't build things. I repair things. I can tape things like a mother effort. But, like, I, I can I can tape I don't and repair. I don't build. But Mike, Mike builds stuff. And not only does he build stuff, he sells the stuff that you need to build stuff. So, anyway, I remember asking him and trying to describe what this was over text. It was like, no, it's a strip of metal. It's got holes in it. <laughs> and to his... To his credit, like he did finally figure out what I was talking about and then told me what it was and then I subsequently forgot. So anyway, I know enough IT to do that. And I'm really only experienced in the stuff that I'm experienced in and I can help you with it. Like I've said, I was telling the story last week about, um, you know, my gig bag, like everything in my gig bag. What is going on with my hair today? This is going to be so. Everybody, hold on. I got to do a hard reset. Hang on. Man, it looks like I'm going bald. I am not going bald, but I have too much goddamn hair. Hang, hang on. Hang, oh, I dropped my hair tie. All right. We're going rogue. We're going rogue. And then I dropped my hair tie. This is... Ah, much better. Uh, no. Let me get that. Okay, cool. Does anybody know what I was talking about? <laughs> Uh, like, I can't even extrapolate, like, the, um, the amount of, uh, what, like, IT. Like, I can't go from, like, one product to another. I can only do, like, the one product. Anyway, so I have an IT emergency. So I have one and a half an account, one and a half accounts that I handle the IT for. The one in that one and a half equation, uh, messed me first thing this morning because their cable company decided to just wipe out everything that they had. <laughs> And I just had to reset some stuff internally. But, of course, my way in is through their cable modem. And, of course, they wiped out all that stuff. So I had to walk somebody through how to do this stuff, which is me, from memory, doing something that I don't necessarily know all that well. So I had to guess a lot. You know? Anyway. 
It wasn't any more of a train wreck than watching the latest promotional video from our very own Giovanna for uh, the Hard Rock Lunchbox in the Top 20, which is so great. They are so great when she does them. I don't know that they help at all because she always gets the IP address or the, the domain or the web address wrong. So I don't know that she's funneling everybody anybody over to the Hard Rock Lunchbox. But if anybody can find their way there and then sees the promo, it's just it's just so great. I mean it's why it's I should look. Hang on, let me see. G bumpers. Do I have my G bumpers? I mean they're just G bumper G bumper one. Here we go. G bumper one. Hi guys, this is Giovanna Altube from Tales of a Songbird, and you are listening to the Hard Rock Lunchbox on 99WRR.com. Yeah, nope. Okay, that's wrong. Okay, yeah. See what I mean? Like, hold on. There we go. Like that. Let me give you, and this is number two. Hang on. Let's do this. Happy 400th episode, Mr. DJ Perlman. It is your favorite annoyance, G. Um, I would. To be fair, I have I have lots of annoyances. That's that's a little boastful. Realize that I did the bumper wrong, but yep. it's fine. So long as you enjoy it, it that's is what matters. Um, I- <laughs> now, before she gets mad and thinks I'm making fun of her, I am not. What I'm doing is enjoying her artistic craft work, and I um, I I, le- I look at it like this in our studio, and maybe maybe I'll be able to do this. Yeah. No, no, don't get flustered, G. I mean, what I I I really super appreciate what you do because even if it doesn't drive traffic, it creates awareness and that's important. I think people could figure out enough to get here, and that's what's really valuable to me. I have always said like people doing what you do is is so invaluable to bands and and now uh, podcasts and radio shows and stuff like that so please keep doing it i'm just going to keep enjoying it because that's just a side benefit and i swear on all it's holy i'm not making fun of you i am literally enjoying the craft work that you have done and uh i was uh, as i was saying it's akin to this thing that we have at the studio now um, I've I've explained the layout of our rehearsal studio a couple times, but for those of you who don't know, we, we, we kind of practice in the round a little bit. So my drummer is in the back of the room facing the middle, and I am in the front of the room facing the middle. So I face Nadal all day, which is why I know all of his mannerisms so well. It's because I spend three to four hours basically just watching him do stuff because it's funny. Kaz is on my left. Tony's on my right. And then above Noodle is a shelf where we keep a lot of, uh, like I keep my bag for my reference monitors there. My, If any, anybody's ever seen my really weird mic stand bag that looks like it has, uh, looks like it could have uh, skis in it, like that, that's up there. Uh, also up there are a lot of drum heads and stuff like that. But also up there, and a very recent addition to what's up there, uh, is this paper mache person right i could say that it's not i don't know what else to call it's not it's not like i'm trying to avoid some sort of racist or or uh you know not pc word like i just don't know what it is i think it's a i think it's a person pc uh, a, a a paper mache person that noodles daughter made uh his daughter is adorable like just super super adorable the paper mache person that she made not as adorable at all. In fact, it's very creepy. 
if you if you could combine the ring with uh, with I think uh, the scream, right? The painting, the scream. I think you'd be in the ballpark of how creepy this thing is. Now, this thing also sits right above Noodle and stares at me. And I'd be lying if I said it doesn't catch my peripheral vision most of the night and freak me out. I am happy to say that after the last show and we put everything back up there, it fell over. Uh, It's still on the shelf, but it is no longer looking at me. And no, I did not do that. Gravity did that. Gravity did that. Um, But it's kind of like that. (laughs) And I enjoy that craft, too, because it's a little girl that, like, did her best art. And I would never tell her that. Like, I am happy to see her doing any art at all. The fact that it's creepy and a little scary, I will point out to her dad all day long because I can do that. And me and Noodle are solid like that. So I'm going to just keep doing that. But anyway, that's how I look at at the promotional bumpers that she does, which I think is great. I actually just did, I just recorded a bumper for Bacon is My Podcast um, for them to use. They, they had asked me to do something else, so I did that other thing. Um, but I also just put in a bumper. I don't know if they're going to use it on, her, on their show. I think it's very typical, <laughs> typical of something that I would do. And I really do miss doing bumpers. I used to do them for radio stations all the time when I would do interviews, but I'm not really doing interviews anymore, so I'm not really doing bumpers. I should I should do more. I mean, there's, there's definitely a way I can be a guest on more podcasts. I just I don't have any goddamn time. <laughs> like, I want to do that stuff. Like, I don't, I don't want to do as much as I did during the Reality Crush because that was... That was a lot. I mean, I would do anywhere from like one to ten interviews a week, and that just that took a lot of time. I mean, it paid off because the record did really well, and the record wasn't even on Spotify. You know what I mean? Like we were talking about that the other night. The fact that Quiet Mind is in like the twelfth, or Quiet Mind might actually be about to hit twenty thousand plays. And I think for context, um, we did not release the Reality Crush or the Razorblade Diaries on the Spotify. I mean, it existed, but it just wasn't something. It wasn't something that everybody did every time. I mean, the reality crush at this point is probably six years old, um, and it wasn't just as easy to release stuff on Spotify. Speaking of which, speaking of which, I have big Rebel 9 news. There will be a new release from Rebel 9 on November 5th. That's all I'm comfortable telling you right now. It is a day before our big show at Mulcahy's with uh, Buck Cherry. Uh, so that'll be fun, and we will definitely be playing that song on the 6th. That'll be cool, so we'll do all that. And um, But that's uh, that's big news. I feel I had something more important to talk about. Not more important, additionally important to talk about today. I showed up thinking, having absolutely nothing to talk about, and that's true. I was talking about how busy the day was. Man... I have had, I've had some week. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I mean nothing like, nothing to me personally. Which thank God, like I'm, I'm, think I'm like I'm, I'm doing good. But uh, oh, and by the way, I do want to take a minute just to thank everybody on a personal level. Everybody that checked in on how Charlotte was doing, uh, I really appreciate that. I, I, I didn't broadcast any of the stuff that was going on because. Uh, that's just not really what I do. As much as I share of my personal life, like there, I do find that there are limits that I just, I generally speaking, don't publicly share. But I did, um, 
I did have to let some people know because it was the uh, impetus for me not being able to see, um, to go to Amityville Music Hall and catch Craving Strange and the Muckrakers and a Farewell of Fire at, um, at uh, Amityville Music Hall for the release. I've sent messages. Well, I don't really talk to anybody in a farewell fire except uh, uh, Stefan. So I messaged Stefan. I don't know Billy, and Eddie doesn't speak to me, so and I don't know who the drummer is. So I messaged Stefan. Apologize. I messaged Kyler and apologize. Uh, but I had also messaged um, Jimmy, of course, and Mikey, uh, but also uh, Waterbury because I actually I bought my ticket from Waterbury, and I just didn't want him to think I was blowing him off, and I wasn't. So, um, but I don't publicly kind of do that stuff. But a lot of people have really checked in to see how she's been, and that's. That's really sweet. I'm not at all surprised because the quality of people that I know and choose to associate with are really good people. So I just want to take that minute and thank all of you for doing that because it means it means something to me and it means a lot to uh, my family. So thanks. Um, uh, oh, right. So aside from all of that that went on like forever and ever and ever... Um, we had uh, we had done work. Anybody, if anybody remembers the last time that Jimmy was in studio, I was having work done on my my main bathroom downstairs. Uh, it was just a mess, and I was worried that some of the subflooring was going to go. And like, I, you know, we don't we don't have a lot of money. I mean, I know people think I make like so much money from doing the Hard Rock Lunchbox, and I could not laugh any harder at that particular sentiment. But I'm not rolling in dough. Why I drive a ten-year-old car? <laughs> like, so I don't really like having to spend thousands of dollars on stuff. But I also really don't like the thought of an entire bathroom crashing through my basement right over there. So I had to get the work done. So we got the work done, and um, it turns out now I don't know what you know about plumbing. It's probably about as much as what I know about IT, right? So. Um, if you've ever seen a bathtub, which I'm going to guess in America, maybe most of you have, there are two drains on it. Now, this this part might be surprising to you. Might not. Uh, there's the main drain at the bottom, you know, where if you have a daughter, all the hair goes, right? That's, that's where that goes. Uh, that is the main drain. Like, uh, you know, when they say drain the main vein, that's not what they're talking about. But it is the main drain. Uh, but also, there is something called an overflow. Sinks have this, too. Not kitchen, uh, but bathroom sinks, where it is usually behind, like, a little circle or something. And what it does is as the water goes up to a certain level, you don't want it to overflow. Like, that's for horror movies and stuff like that. Like, you can still make it overflow if you want. And, and some tubs don't have them at all, but, like, more modern, modern, within the past 50 years have this. It's more of a safety thing because you fill a tub. Anybody that's ever tried to fill a bathtub and, like, keeps an eye on it, you want to talk about, like, a like a pot of water not boiling? Jesus Christ. You're trying to fill a tub and you're watching it fill? Like, you could live an entire two to three lifetimes in that amount of time. But the minute you walk away, that thing just fills up real fast. And so they invented this overflow. What the overflow is, it's a little thing right there, but it's basically a hole in the tub so that once it gets to a certain level, the water starts leaking out uh, of this overflow, right? Right? And the overflow connects to the drain at the bottom, and then everything just drains away. So anything that you fill the tub too much, or you get in, and let's say you're my size, and you displace, I don't know, roughly the same amount of water as an aircraft carrier, then you're going to have to, you're going to, it's going to go over the overflow, and you don't want it to go on the floor and ruin the whole purpose. You got the bathroom in the first place, so it goes out that overflow. But here's a funny thing: if you, it turns out, this is what I, now, now I know this. It turns out that if you do not hook a pipe up to that overflow up here, right, 
It will not magically go down into the drain that it's supposed to. What it does do, however, is pour out that hole right into your basement and fill it with, I don't know, two inches of water. So... Somebody asked you tomorrow what you learned on the Hard Rock Lunchbox or the Top 20. You can be like, I know you got to connect your goddamn overflow, and you would be right, and I'd give you one of these. So that happened Monday night. Wonderfully, they actually came and fixed it on Tuesday, which was cool. Like, no problem. They were like, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be there tomorrow and fix it. Like, no issue. They apologized and all this stuff. I mean, like... It was really funny because, like, all I really wanted to do was yell and be like, get over here, blah, 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 like, right now, wake up, midnight, come over. Like, and I just, I had to walk back and give them the chance to fix it. I mean, there there is no satisfaction, right? Like, they don't have a time machine to go back. I'm just going to hope there's no permanent water damage. I used a half a can of Lysol to sort of spray in the hole there. I mopped everything up, added some bleach because I hear that's good for water and getting rid of bodies, but mostly water. And... You know, I, I'm just going to hope for the best. And also, I, I can appreciate that mistakes happen, although this seems to be more like shit work ethic, which is kind of a pet peeve of mine. But, like, I really spent most of Monday night being like, I wonder whose head I can chop off and, like, put on a pike in my front lawn to warn contractors, future contractors, to not make the mistake. Because mistakes are fine, but, like, doing a bad job for me just isn't. But I had to walk back and give them the opportunity to fix this, and I'm happy that I did. Uh, because they did fix it. They fixed it quickly, and they fixed it cleanly, and I'm happy to report that it works just fine. But, man, i got to tell you, man, it just... My, my own personal growth right there is definitely on trial because I was able to do it, but it took a lot. But, again, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been able to do it either. I would have driven to the guy's house, waited outside, done that th- scene from, like, Say Anything with the boombox over my head, but it would not have been Peter Gabriel, I, I assure you. Um, I also got new, uh, not new gutters for my house. It's a good story. I don't know that it's, I don't know that I don't need to waste any of your top time on the top 20, but like, it's a good story because it is. (laughs) And it's funny. And I met one of the coolest salespeople for gutters I've ever met in my entire life. So I think I will tell that story at some point, especially the way he slammed my neighbors, which is fine because it's the neighbors I don't like. So it worked out really well for me. And we had a good laugh about it. But I do have new leaf guards on my gutters, and I desperately need it. I also have lifetime coverage and warranty and all that other stuff. And if they ever fill up, they have to come fix it for free. And I've got that in writing. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm never going to have to clean my gutters again. And this sounds like the best day ever. <laughs> but anyway, I had nothing to talk about, so of course it took me 19 minutes to do it. But uh, I will skip all this. There is, in the well, the basic. I'm not going to skip all of it. Come on. Come on. we got to pay the bills, people got to pay the bills. Uh, there is a new uh, Top 20 out today. It is the Top 20 episode 45. Jesus Christ. Um, it's about, it's talking about like the, the Fall Festival show and anxiety and all that other stuff. If you're a fan of anxiety as I am, check it out. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty decent episode. Uh, also, and probably more importantly, because it's uh, more interesting and more content, uh, Bacon is My Podcast has a full interview out uh, with Abigail from Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast. Uh, that's, I think, the crossover or the team-up where they did, like, because it's a Depression Awareness Month, which is always a big deal to me. I, I don't honestly celebrate, like, Depression Awareness Month. I am just always super keen in uh, depression and anxiety as a kind of real thing, uh, and I'm not comparing myself to anybody. I'm just saying that, like, 
I, I don't know. It's not something I just dedicate a month to. I'm just always just hyper aware of it because it's such a touchy thing for me and such a personal issue for me that I'm just aware of it with everybody else. So, like, that's really important to kind of check out and see what they have to say about that. Uh, Kate, Kate Katz from Throw the Fight. Uh, full interview is out this week as well. I, I believe Throw the Fight has a new song, or maybe it's just Cade Cats. I, I don't, I don't know. Again, I have been so busy. I've been packing in like sixty plus hour weeks. Uh, it's just been uh, really bad. And they have a new uh, Seven Questions out with Low. Uh, you might want to check that out. And um, that comes out on Wednesdays and stuff, so it's out already. And Top Twenty came out this morning. Interviews came out on Monday. I would imagine the interview with Low will be out on Monday as well. But honestly, I don't know. I don't work there. And Bacon is my podcast. Still not a sponsor of the Hard Rock Lunchbox. So honestly, not that there's anything wrong with it. I did talk to Annie Stoic. Uh, we are still penciled in for next week. She told me it would have to be next week because she called herself a quote lazy POS and what she doesn't realize is that she gets way more done than I do so if she thinks she's a lazy POS like what exactly does that make me thanks a lot stoic (laughs) but she is still penciled in for next week but I told her any week after that like once I got all set up to handle two microphones again like we're good to go so expect Annie sometime between now and 2025 and uh, that's what we're going to do in the meantime we should probably get started on the box I do not have a lot of new music to play you, but I did pick up three songs, including one that's just been making me laugh most of the morning, and it's been an awful morning, so to make me laugh, it's uh, it's got to be good, or at least box-worthy, but we'll get that in a little while. I'm going to go with some classic-ish I Mother Earth, because this song was stuck in my head earlier this week, and you know the rule, stuck in my head, it's going in yours, and that's how we do things on The Box.